Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, I'm Trent Rush. This is Brandon Marsh, the Los Angeles Angels and 66ers baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori Hunter Jr. You're listening to the All Angels Podcast. What is going on, people? This is Dan Garcia with another episode of the All Angels Podcast. Uh, another interview podcast coming out right now. We were lucky enough, or I was lucky enough to talk to Austin Warren, another guy down pitching for the Angels at the Arizona Fall League. So uh, kind of working our way around the Fall League. Um, just kind of happened that way. I don't think we really planned that out, but it's just awesome that a lot of these guys are able to uh, take some time out and chat with us um, and talk about their time during the season. And then even in this episode, we get into a little more about the Fall League and, and what it is and what it feels like to be down there and playing. But um, again, thank you, Austin Warren. For your time, for just sitting down, chatting with me for a little while, um, but definitely a, another young pitcher that you know. Hopefully, if everything works out, can be another arm out of the bullpen for the Angels in the future. But before I get to that, guys, remember the days when you were able to always ready to go. Want to increase your performance and get a little extra confidence in bed? Well, then listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You can take it any anytime, day or night, on an empty or full stomach. And since they are chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you could benefit from a little bit of extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is a fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in discreet package, so no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy line, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They are made in the USA, and since Bluetooth prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than the pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit Bluetooth.com and get your first shipment free when you use the special promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay $5 for the shipping. Again, that's Bluetooth.com, promo code ARMCHAIR to try it free. Bluetooth is the cheaper better faster choice and we'd like to thank them for sponsoring this podcast so again uh this is my interview with austin warren i hope you enjoy it so the next guest on the all angels podcast is another pitcher playing in arizona for the angels down in the arizona fall league austin warren how are you doing today i'm doing great man how you doing doing really good uh thanks again for taking some time out and, and chatting with us 
it kind of happened perfect that we had Isaac um, last week and we have you this week. So we're kind of working our way, it seems like, through the, through the, uh, through the fall leaf with the Angels. Um, so your 2019 season, uh, split time between IE66ers and the, the Mobile Bay Bears. Um, you know, you played 27 games in Inland Empire, then you jump up to Double A. Um, in your eyes, what was the biggest uh, adjustment you had to make from the high advance A to the Double A level? Um, I would definitely say uh, just being patient. I mean, the hitters up there are definitely a lot more patient than they were in Inland. Uh, they don't really chase much, so just uh, filling up the zone was my like biggest, I guess, goal I was trying to do up there. Just because I definitely trusted my stuff, and then uh, just filling up the zone. So hopefully, I was either striking someone out or someone was making a play behind me. You know, uh, that the the up and level, you know, mobile. And also now at the fall league, is there a big difference now? I mean, you since we're talking, you've only had one outing, a good outing, but is there a difference you're seeing now, like from say double A to the Arizona Fall League, or or is it is it kind of too soon to tell? Um, I think it's kind of too soon to tell, but uh, I mean maybe I mean the other night that definitely seemed pretty similar. Uh, just like I said, I mean I trust my. I trust all my pitches, so just I try to do my best to fill up the zone and just seeing what seeing what happens from there. You know, um, at the fall league, is it is it more kind of like an all star game feel? I mean, because you have guys that you that you played with, obviously with the Angels organization, but there's guys that you might not know personally, or some guys you may have heard of. But is it kind of a like an all star game kind of feel every time you guys go out there? Yeah, definitely. The first couple of days, it definitely felt like a like an all-star game type deal. But, uh, I mean, now I'm getting to know a lot of the guys, especially the guys in the pen, because I sit with them the whole game. But uh, now it honestly just feels like a regular team, just brand-new team, getting to know the guys. And, honestly, it's pretty enjoying just meeting new guys and seeing how they run things in their organizations and where they're from, what they do for, like, off-season, stuff like that. So, it's it's definitely started like an all star like weekend or game whatever, but uh, now it's just like a normal squad. So, with you at the fall league, is do you kind of know because is that when you're you know in a regular game, I'm I'm, I'm guessing the situation in the game kind of dictates when you come in and, and, and stuff like that. For this kind of event where everyone's trying to get their innings or everyone's trying to get their at bats, are you kind of Giving a heads up, hey, we're probably going to go to this game, or hey, we're probably going to go, we're going to give you a couple of days off. Uh, yeah, they kind of like tell us what day we're going to throw. I mean, you never exactly know though if you will or not, but uh, especially right now, early because our starters aren't going like five or so; they're just like on like a inning limit. So uh, probably in the next week or so, we'll probably be able to know like exactly what they were throwing and hopefully how many innings. But, I mean, it doesn't matter. Whenever you get your name called, you just go out there and compete your butt off. <laughs> That's a good way of looking at it. When and where did you find out? And probably what was your reaction when you found out that you're going down to uh, Arizona for the fall league for some extra work? I was in Mobile. It was uh, right after activation. I had some missed calls. Uh, I returned the call and uh, – Wise ended up our pitching coordinator told me and he was super pumped for me and 
I was as well. Uh, I was just blessed to get this opportunity to showcase my skills since I had a good season this year or this past year. Yeah, a very good season with the Angels minor league system. Um, you went to college, UNC, Williamton. Um, you got drafted in the sixth round in 2018. Do you recall that day or maybe the days leading up to the draft when you got your phone call? Yeah, I do. I actually had to tell someone that, uh, I think, yesterday. But, uh, I mean, my senior year, we had a great year. We made it to a regional and ended up losing in the regional final in Greenville, North Carolina, to South Carolina. That was kind of weird saying that. But, uh, anyways, day one of the draft was uh, the day we lost. So we were headed home. So day two when I was drafted was the first day we were back in Wilmington and I wanted to get home. I tried to get home, but I needed to do some stuff around there, clean up and go clean out my locker since I knew I was a senior. I was getting out of there. I had my exit meeting with my coaches, but uh, I ended, it was funny. I ended up having my call when I was on the way back to my apartment from our UNCW facility. So, I mean, I wasn't with anyone, which kind of sucked. My parents are back home. But, uh, I mean, again, I was blessed to receive that call and be drafted in the sixth round by the Angels. Uh, let my parents know. They were super excited. And uh, I actually ended up not going home because we ended up, like, three of or four of us were in it, on my team ended up getting drafted that day. So we had a little get-together at some guy's house and, had a little fun that night, so I got home the next day and got to see my whole family, and it was just it was great. What's maybe for you one of your um, best memories playing uh, the collegiate, playing at uh, in high in college? Uh, what like you said, uh, you were, you graduated as a senior, so during your time there, do you have a, a certain memory that maybe sticks out for you more so than others? Yeah, I definitely have a good memory. We we're uh, playing Coastal Carolina on uh like a weekday game down, I believe, yeah, it was definitely, it was two nothing. And our second round catcher that was drafted the same year I was hit a three run bomb in the bottom of the night to walk it off. That was definitely just the best moment I've had there. I mean, I had a lot of, a lot of good memories, but that one right there just topped it. Just beating coastal Carolina at home, a good crowd. It was just, it was amazing. So doing some research, on you before we do this interview um i went to your college like bio and reading your college bio there was something that kind of stuck out and where i had to read it i think twice it said in high school you were all conference bowler is that true <laughs> yeah i actually was uh, i believe it was my junior year is that is, is bowling something you did as a kid and just kind of like oh there's a team okay cool i'm gonna do it or was it something you picked up for fun maybe you know in your high school years Nah, as a kid, I used to, me and my cousin used to bowl with my grandma. She was in a league, so we always used to go out there and bowl, I don't know how many nights a week, but it felt like every week or every day. But uh, honestly, like, I mean, I didn't bowl, like, growing up, like, after when after I went with my grandma, but high school came around and found out there was a bowling team, and I knew the coach. He was actually my teacher, an English teacher. So me and some boys on the baseball team just went out, try out, and honestly, I mean, 
we put up good numbers, I guess. And soon enough, like practicing every day, I started started getting a feel for it. But uh, I mean, I was I was probably averaging in the two hundreds and stuff like that. It was crazy. But my mom was actually a, a Nebraska state championship back in the day, so oh, wow. I guess I got it from her. Yeah, I got the, the <laughs> I got lineage. To her. Yeah, um, are you still bowling now, or is it kind of you know taking the backseat to the baseball? No, nah, no. Nah. This is this is before I started pitching, so I definitely wouldn't put that kind of pressure on my arm nowadays. So you said before you but started. I guess it, I guess it I guess it helped in the right. long run. You said before you started pitching. So when did you technically then start pitching? I started pitching like my after my freshman year. I went junior college at Wake Tech in Raleigh, right. North Carolina, for two years. So after my freshman year, I was playing. I had one more year of eligibility with Legion Ball in uh, Fayetteville for Hope Mills, and I just started like closing games so i was just going up like eighth night inning and just honestly i think i was just throwing a fastball and a curveball or something and uh, i ended up doing well so when i got to my second year and uh at wake tech i asked the coach if i could pitch and he was cool with it and ended up being like the game two saturday starter which was only seven innings i mean put up great numbers for our first year and that's when uh uncw ended up like picking up on me and ended up calling me and like inviting me there so i mean it was a big deal and then soon enough i mean I'll, i've been in love with baseball but i fell in love with pitching and it just it clicked for me well that's, that's so really I'm super pumped it did and now i'm where i am today so i can't really complain about anything no, that's really interesting to, to hear that you had to pick up pitching until you know so far in your in your in your life. Um, talking about downtime, uh, so what do you do when you are on the road on these road trips or you know before or after a game? What do you do for uh, downtime? Um, I watch a little bit of Netflix and play a little bit of Fortnite with the boys, but uh, other than that. I mean, I try to get some rest because, you know, these days are real long for us. What? But uh, on the bus, on the bus trips, I'm pretty good at pretty good at falling asleep on a bus. I, I'm pretty blessed with that. But, uh, I mean, yeah, I, I tend to fall asleep pretty quick on a bus. So, Netflix, what was the last uh, series that you've been binge-watched on there? Last one was... Uh, Hmm, which one was it? <sighs> I watched a little bit of 13 Reasons Why. Uh, it's all right. It's kind of crazy at sometimes. But uh, <laughs> uh, there's one more. I forgot the name of it. I actually finished it when I was in uh, California playing with Inland. So that was definitely the best one I've seen. I forgot the name of it. It's about, it's about a, like the president and stuff like that. So I have to I have to go look on Netflix too because we just we just barely got it a couple of weeks ago so I started look, going through there and trying to figure out some stuff to watch. Um, like you said, you're out in inland for the majority of this season. When you left inland or left California, was there something that you wanted to do in California that you never got the opportunity to do? Mm. Well, 
mean, I did go to Huntington Beach, so that was real fun. But I definitely I wanted to check out like most of like the whole uh, like the West Coast, like all the beaches, honestly. Yeah, I mean, definitely. But I mean, you don't have all the time in the world. Right. Like, I mean, you know how the schedule is for us. Yeah, exactly. Um, for for you as a pitcher, prefer strikeout looking or strikeout swinging? I mean, most of the ones I do get are swinging, but I'd have to go looking because that means you caught them off guard or made a good pitch that they didn't see coming. So I would definitely say strikeout looking. What oh, if, backwards, K. Yeah. <laughs> what about um, superstitions? It, uh, baseball players are kind of known for that. Do you have any superstitions for when you're on the mound or maybe um, something during game day? Um, I don't really have one. I'd say the same prayer before every game on the line, but, I mean, other than that, I don't really have any superstitions like I did back in the day with, like, wearing the same socks or whatever, but I just say the same prayer every day and go go from there. Now, now being from, from the East Coast, North Carolina, not there's no MLB team, obviously, over there. Was there a team that you watched um, specifically growing up, or were you just kind of whatever was on uh, the national show? Uh, yeah, I was. I was probably a Braves fan growing up, but and also a Cincinnati Reds fan. I used to go to games when I was younger. But uh, I was a big fan of like Chipper, and this was before I started pitching, so I was just following position players. But like Chipper, Andrew Jones, like all those all those big big names back in the day, uh, guys that are soon or already in the game. Uh, which McCall, I can't even think of the name of it. But uh, definitely, I would definitely say the Braves. I mean, I only went to probably a handful of games, but that's like that was the closest team to us, like me growing up as a kid. And I feel like that was, those were the teams or the games I'd watch on TV the most with my dad. So yeah, and when I was saying I was talking about Hall of Fame, <laughs> I couldn't even think of the Hall of Fame, but you know what I'm saying. Nowadays, you being in baseball and everything like that, do you find it? And I don't want to say harder to watch it, or but by the time you get done with your game and maybe there's a game on, are you just kind of maybe burnt out on it and maybe you don't watch as much as you used to? Or how do you feel about watching like just as a fan baseball games now? Um, I mean, like you know, I'm sitting in the pen every day watching games, so I mean, it kind of does like you get a little bit tired, but. I mean, this time of the year with, like, playoffs and stuff like that about to happen, this is when baseball, like, gets the, like, funnest to watch for sure. But, uh, I mean, always, if you have, like, either someone you know or big big guys that you watch growing up that are still playing and, like, guys still showcasing themselves, I mean, it's always fun to be able to watch them and, like like Mike Trout, like he's a, he's always a guy that's going to be fun to watch, no matter how he's doing or what. Was there any other sports you? I mean, we talked about bowling, obviously, but was there any other sports you played um, growing up that you still watch? You know, prof- the, uh, watch the professional version of it now. Uh, I mean, I played football when I was real young. Football is always, I think, football and like 
college and NFL are definitely the top two sports that people watch the most, and uh, I enjoy it. But uh, I played a little bit of soccer as well in high school, and honestly, the only thing I watch in soccer is like the FIFA World Cup and maybe like uh, the Olympics or something like that. But other than that, I mean, baseball is where it's at. So uh, on our podcast, we like to we 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 are collectors. Whether it's you know bobbleheads, signed balls, or whatever. Have you ever been a collector of anything, whether um, sports related or not? Um, yeah, I used to collect some cards back in the day. I never, I like kind of stopped doing it when I was like growing up. But uh, they're they're definitely at the house somewhere. But uh, I was I was a fan of collecting some balls as well. It's like different different types of balls and uh non-sports related i was always big in collecting like flashlights it was kind of a weird thing but i do a lot of hunting and fishing and just being in the outdoors so i'd always try to find the brightest ones ones that lasted the longest and so on and so forth that's funny too that's that's probably about it yeah that's funny too because you know being in you know suburbia california when you hear flashlights you don't like flashlights what why then you explain the whole hunting and that makes perfect sense why you would you know go out of your way to look for these certain certain types of flashlights so that's actually a really good uh kind of uh, a different world view um you know one last question i want to leave you with before we let you go um best advice you've gotten uh from it could be a coach, uh, a parent, anybody. Best advice you got, uh, baseball related. Um, baseball related. I mean, this one, I I turned it into baseball related, but uh, just like being told that like size doesn't matter. Like I wasn't blessed with like the like size that I would like but uh, I mean I work with it and I go out every day and compete and act like I'm the biggest guy out there I mean to be honest but uh, just going out there every day and compete my tail off no matter what like some days you don't have your stuff isn't on but no matter what you gotta you can't show bad body language and whatnot so you just go out there and do your best every day no matter how you're feeling that's great. I think that I think it's, that's perfect for sports and kind of like what you were saying, uh, how you watch football and stuff like yeah. that. That that works perfectly for that sport too. So I think that's actually a really good baseball yeah. and just kind of also like you said, life um, idea. Um, so Austin, I want to thank you again for taking some time out, talking with us um, during your busy, uh, you know, like I said, down in the fall league, your busy schedule. So thank you very much. Uh, good luck in Arizona and good luck. Uh, see you in spring training. I appreciate it. It's good talking to y'all. Hey, what's up? Johnny Catfish here, ambassador for Groom Goon Beard and Body Care. Are you tired of your beard feeling rough and not so fresh? Do yourself a favor and do what I did and check out www.groomgoon.com. Groom Goon carries a variety of beard oils and beard and body soaps that will leave your beard feeling soft and smelling great all day long. Don't just take my word for it. Go check it out for yourself. Again, that's www.groomgoon.com. And at checkout, use discount code CATFISHTHEGOON, all one word, CATFISHTHEGOON, and receive-
receive 15% off your purchase. Why choose Groom Goon? Well, because your beard deserves it. Hook Vicious. Listen to my show, The Punk Corner, on KJ Epic Radio, every Thursday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Again, thank you, Austin Warren, for taking the time out and chatting with me about, uh, you know, some of your college years, Arizona Fall League this last year, and stuff like that. So thank you a lot. If you're interested in following him on Instagram or Facebook, I will include his um, his names, his his tags, or whatever his whatever. Uh, for Instagram and Twitter in the bio of this episode. So if you are interested in following him and keeping up with his journey through the through the farm system, through the Angels organization, uh, definitely give a, give a uh, follow on that. So that's going to be it for this episode. But before we go, uh, one more promo. Football is back. Odell Beckham Jr. and Jarvis Landry are in Cleveland. Le'Veon Bell is now with the Jets. We're week three of the NFL uh, NFL season, people. If you want to watch the game, or maybe if you're already watching the game, you want to try to make some money, uh, see, uh, my bookie is the best way to do it. Uh, you bet, you win, they pay. The, my bookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They got the most reward player perks in the business. And for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the under over on how many how many fantasy points a player will score each game. Right now, if you can get a, double your deposit with special promo code CHAIR. Up to a thousand dollars. So pretty much, you put in a hundred bucks. Uh, my bookie will match that hundred bucks, and now you have two hundred bucks to gamble with. You want to put in five hundred, they'll give you another five hundred, all the way up to a thousand dollars again. But you have to use the promo code Chair. Visit my bookie online today. It's mybookie.ag. That's m y b o o k i e dot a g. And don't forget to use the promo code Chair. Bet, win, get paid. Again, a lot of fun with football season going on. Sit down, watch football all day Sunday, and uh, and enjoy yourself, and maybe get a little more action on the game with my bookie. So again, thank you everyone for listening. We'll be back to our normal podcast, I believe, on Friday. Um, make sure you follow us on Halo on our Twitter and on our Instagram, Halo underscore Haven. Email us with any kind of questions, uh, comments, maybe something you want to see moving forward with the new season next year at All Angels Podcast at Gmail Again, we're looking for advice, looking for what we want to, what you guys want to hear, what you guys want to, uh, us to touch on, maybe a little bit more going into the next season and into the off season because we will be around for the off season and the hostel. So again, feedback is much appreciated. Check us out at Halo underscore Haven, All Angels Podcast at Gmail dot com. All right, so that's going to be it for me today. Hope you enjoy your week. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's gonna be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.